hey y'all welcome back to journal talk we talking younger self talk this week but before we get into our topic this week i gotta ask team how you feeling sis i'm feeling good okay i had a migraine i had a migraine today mm-hmm. you know i ain't had a migraine in a while but i'm just waiting for my m to come in okay so, yeah, that's been messing with me all day. But yeah. other than that, I had a long week, but it's been good. I took my ungality, like, last week. So, I was just breaking the whole shebang with the migraines. And I got my Botox shots today. So, I should be good for, like, 12 weeks. I, I know that's right. Bang up headaches or nothing like that. That's Y'all, all... we suffer from migraines. Yo. It's for real <laughs> in here. We need to get endorsed by somebody. I was just about to say that. It's, okay. It's, it's absolutely crazy living with migraines. Yes. We'll have a, uh, a segment where we'll talk about that. But y'all, we jumping into our topic today. Younger self-talk. Team, what's this about? This is about what if you could go back and talk to your younger self and have a conversation. What would that conversation be like? Girl. What would that conversation be like? If you were to sit down with younger you, 17-year-old you. 13-year-old you, 20-year-old, 21-year-old you, what would you talk about? Like, what what, what would be the conversation? You know, it's crazy when you, when you brought this up and I'm just like, younger self, like, first of all, I just feel like sometimes I don't even be wanting to go back. I don't know if it's PSTD, PTSD or whatever, (laughs) but I don't be wanting to go back and, and like deal with that. I just feel like every time I move on, like I'm moving on like I'm you know learning and I want to be there but I did want to dive into younger self because if it was some things that I had to tell to myself like I would number one would be self-love like I would really have like not saying that I didn't have love coming up but the way that I care for myself now is not the way that I was caring for myself when I was coming up Mm -hmm. like I never thought that I was pretty, like, I always had insecurities about that. I wasn't confident or whatever. Like, I would go up and down in my weight and things like that. And that always bothered me. Like, I never felt, like, I was a tomboy. Still kind of tomboy. But I'm, you know, feeling my Mm -hmm. little girly tendencies now. But, like, I just always feel like I would tell myself to love you as you are. Like, I would have to tell myself that because it was hard for me coming up. Like, going up and down in weight, like, one one I guess at one point in time I was like real thin then one point in time I started picking up weight and I'm just like how I'm picking up weight I wasn't looking like everybody else and different things like that Mm -hmm. but like and I'm just like what does everybody else look like like did you have a certain look that you was supposed to have or whatever but you know and and people coming up always told me that I was beautiful or you so pretty and stuff like that but I never thought that to myself like I never had that like inner self love I think that's why I feel like I've always had depression since I was younger. You know, not in being newly diagnosed with depression is is hard to accept because I'm just like, wow, like it was times that I can remember being so young and just being like sad or just feeling like down and out or feeling like I never fit in and different things like that. So now it's just like, wow, like to talk to my younger self, I would be like, yo, you have to practice self-love. Like, and I have a goddaughter now, and she's the most beautiful creature Mm -hmm. ever. And I just want her to know that she's beautiful as she is. Even with my sons, I try to tell them how handsome they are and different things like that. So that's one of the things I would 
um, definitely be into is just embracing my self-love, embracing my beauty. Um, another thing was go after my dreams. Um, I went to school for like law and different things that wasn't meaningful to me. And I've always had a passion for writing since I was a younger, a, a young girl. And I just feel like if I could talk to my younger self, I always say, follow your dreams and not everybody else's. Like, I remember my grandfather saying, you know, you should go to school for law. So I'm just like, all right, let me go to school for law, thinking that they knew what was best right. for me. But all in all, here I am, you know, writing in a diary about hopes and dreams of the future and different things like that and, and storytelling at a young age and nobody even knowing. You know what I mean? Right. So I definitely would tell my younger self to go after my dreams no matter what no matter who would support you and number one is just always loving myself and 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 embracing that and really being true to that you know and it's funny at 38 years old it's just like damn you ain't never loved yourself back then it's a difference now because I'm grown I'm an adult I'm a mother um and it's just certain things that come with that which you be like you don't think about it you just think about you know being young, you know, right. having boyfriends, going to school, doing whatever you're doing, being young, traveling, you know, shit like that. So, I mean, that's what I would ultimately tell my younger self if I was, if I had to go back and I would be extra careful on how I would talk to myself because now I know that I'm more vulnerable and I would speak to myself differently because I try to speak to myself now with a little bit of empathy okay. to say, you know what, Sheen, you are beautiful. And I try to say it with empathy for myself to say, you know you're beautiful. Step in your own shoes. Look at yourself. Sometimes I'd be afraid to look at myself in the mirror and be like, why don't you see what other people see? Or why don't you see what God has designed you to be? You know what I'm saying? So, it, you know, for me, it took a lot of time. And, and, and day to day, I struggle with that because I go in and out of my depression and my anxiety and different things like that. But the younger me would have to really go all in with self-love and loving myself because I think that ultimately opens up the door for everything else because I will be more confident to walk in the shoes that I was designed to walk in by God you know what I'm saying yeah so what would you say your younger self let's go y'all know she's the politically correct one and I'm the ignorant (laughs) one so what I would honestly tell myself back if I can go back is you gonna be the fuck alright yes you gonna be alright. Yeah. This is not the end of your story. This is not the fine where you are going to be as an adult. You gonna be alright, and you are gonna come back from this. Mm-hmm. You wanna come from this. You wanna grow from this. You're not. You don't. You're not. You're not rooted to this house. You're not rooted to this problem. You're not rooted to this situation. Mm. Because as a kid, and I say kid, even at 17, 18, 19. You think when you're going through something that this is it. Mm-hmm. This is how it's going to be forever. Mm-hmm. I don't have no out. Any dreams or th- anything that I wanted to do, I'm never going to be able to do it. And if I could go back and look that girl on her face and tell her, do you know what, how, what kind of shit you're going to do in life? Mm. Throughout all of this, do you know how strong you are? And that since you're going to have a degree, mm-hmm. girl, you know you're going to go back to school. Mm-hmm. You had to drop out, but you know you're going back. Mm-hmm. You know you want to have two kids. Mm-hmm. Do you know that you are going to be in a company where they, where you are well respected? Mm-hmm. You're not going to be a nurse, even though that's what you want to do. To do that's mm-hmm. not what you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. You're going to be somebody. You're going to be happy. You're going to be content. 
with the options and the choices that you made. Mm-hmm. And that is literally something that I would want to go back and tell my younger self. Because mm-hmm. in those days, I thought that was it. Mm-hmm. I have to be a wife right now because I have kids. I have to, you know, be settled. I have to to be the responsible person. I have to be all these things, and that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So today, as an adult, I know that you didn't really have to do anything. Mm-hmm. You made a choice, and it was a good choice that you chose to mm-hmm. make. But at the same time, to go back and just look myself in the face and in the eyes and say, you're going to be all right. Because mm-hmm. I didn't think I was. Mm-hmm. I did not think I was. Mm-hmm. Between the depression, mm-hmm. between being diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. between being on medication and having to basically medicate myself through a psychiatrist to cope with my reality mm-hmm. and then to be here where I am right now today I didn't mm-hmm. think that this is where I would be mm-hmm. I did not there were times where I did not think that I would be able to grow from my situation yeah and that's ultimately a part of our stories too like we don't see I mean we see now because we old and we live through the experiences but I just feel like I feel like for the most part like it's so hard to, to, and it's just so hard going back to your younger time because it ultimately becomes your story. Everything right. that you've been through, everything that you go through is designed for your life ahead in the future life that we have in front of us. Right. Now, with that being said, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. If there's anything that you can go back to alter, to change, and even though I know ideally we don't want to alter anything because we're going to need to see you mm-hmm. but if there was something mm-hmm. that you can go back and stop yourself from doing, say, hey, uh uh-uh, girl, don't do that. Go down this block and not that one because then they're going to that corner. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you would go back and do different or change if you could? If I could change, wow, that's deep. And that's, that's honestly for real. But if I could go back, like, I love my kids. I do. <laughs> with everything in me. With everything in me and would not even consider I got two you. different I got types you. kids, I okay? Because these you. are designed for me. But I would have to go back and choose the men that I decided to Absolutely. have the kids with. Because they ultimately was was not right for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They they never They never understood me. They never, they never, they never gave me the love that I, I needed for me because I didn't ultimately know what self-love was. And that's why I was going back to say, um, self-love is, is something that I would try to, you know, teach my younger self because I would have chose differently when it came to the man that right, I was I looking for. Okay, I, I would never have chosen somebody that was the way that they are. And I'm not trying to badmouth them or whatever but the way they are with with me and how the relationship was that wasn't love it was just convenient right and I love my kids and I'm just like oh you know I'm thinking 26 was too old to be having kids because I thought I could never get pregnant and then here I go 26 having a baby I'm just like okay cool but not with him not when he was mentally mind fucking the shit out me or mentally being abusive and things like that Mm -hmm. to where you you feel like that's not love you were settling I settled for a lot of shit Mm -hmm. with both of my children's father I settled but like I said it wasn't until 
I had my mental breakdown that I discovered love for self. Okay. Like for years, I didn't know what self-love was or loving myself or putting me on a pedestal that I should be on for myself. Like, look, she love you, love who you are, embrace your flaws, right. embrace your beauty, embrace your, embrace your body. Like all that shit, like these guys never really told me. They might've told me, oh yeah, I love you, but what did you love about me? Right. What did you love about me? Was it the the position that I was in in life at the time? Because we wasn't always in good situations. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't always in a good position. And I feel like if I could go back and change, that is what I would change. And I would have waited. I would have waited until God said, this is the man who I want you to have a children with. Even though that's the story and it's right, written. Right. You know what I mean? Ultimately, I would have known different I would have felt different like you know I never I you know truly did care for my children's father I really did but the younger me didn't know me and I was still craving for something and that's why I wrote the book authentic love and designed the character I was like I gotta create a character and she has to come out Mm -hmm. she has to come out of me because I was holding so much in and that's why I love this series this authentic love series is because Sean Banks is is the woman the inner woman in me, you know, okay. the story is, is, is imagination all day, but it's reality in it. It was the woman that was inside of me that was seeking love and how often, how can love be real if it's not authentic? All right. You know, and I, I, I wasn't getting it. I wasn't getting authentic love. You know, I was, you know, come on, somebody love you. They going to love you regardless how you are, support you and everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're going to have struggles and, and times like that. But I ultimately had to create a character to express myself in life because, you know, whether or not you tell people like, I need to get out of this relationship. A lot of people was like, I'm not getting in this relationship. I ain't getting in that. Right. going to be right back with them and stuff like that. I was trying to fight to get out that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, this relationship is no good. Like, this is mentally not knowing that I already had an underlying condition with depression and anxiety. So on top of that, could you imagine what I was going through at this age? And then on top of that, to turn around and get pregnant. Right. Get pregnant to say, you know what? You got to endure all that. Now you got to endure this life. I would really have to say, team, that I would take my time and getting to know somebody and that's why right now I feel as though I don't want to be in a relationship because I want to get to know the whole me like I can't see myself in a relationship without me knowing me and without me having somebody in my life to ultimately say I love you and these are the reasons why if you can't tell me why you love me if you if you can't mentally stimulate me Mm -hmm. if you can't support me and my mental health if you can't support my past if you can't support my children Uh then there is no need for you to want to even be in a relationship i could be your friend all day i'm good for that but far as like a relationship that in me because i gave so much love to these guys who abused the situation of love because i felt like i had real love to give Uh that's what i felt and now i'm just like no slow your road sis it ain't that deep. Like, of course, you know, I still had the imagery of wanting to be married, you know, like you right. and all that stuff like that. But now at 38, I'm like, take your time with this shit. Like, yes. ain't no rush. I can see somebody like get married. Girl, sis, I'm happy for you. Oh, you in a relationship? Happy for you. I'm not there. And I had to be totally honest with myself. I ain't there. Right. 
I completely understand. I, I I completely, completely understand wholeheartedly. I think I think I would have I think when I if I could go back and talk to me, like I said, that would just be my biggest thing. The biggest key points for me, the the words that I would say to myself is fuck some people. Mm. Set boundaries. Mm. Cause you need to set some boundaries. We do need Cause to you're set allowing boundaries. people to just think they can do and say whatever they want to do and say. And I think that was my biggest problem as a uh, just in my younger years. Cause I can't even say at one age. Mm-hmm. In my younger years, it's mm-hmm. set boundaries. It's okay to say no. It's okay to be unavailable. Yeah. You don't have to be accessible all the damn time. Yes. These were the things that I struggled with. Mm-hmm always caring carrying other people's emotions because mm. it's one thing you got your own shit going on mm-hmm. but then i was the kind of person that if you're feeling something i'm making it my issue mm-hmm. i'm making it my problem too. i'm putting it on my plate like my plate ain't already full and i can barely you know eat what's on my own plate but i'm adding this to it and that was always my problem being younger and i just want I, if i could look her her face boundaries fuck them people it's okay to say no it's okay to focus on yourself mm-hmm. it's okay to be selfish mm-hmm. oh yeah it is okay to be selfish because mm-hmm. in the word selfish people just think something mean it's okay for you to just be worried about you for a change yeah because i'm selfish as shit now huh. i am like, especially I with that, my energy yes i take that i take that to the heart like what i don't have time like i don't even want to be around everything everybody don't include exactly. me like my energy is for me right wholeheartedly and it's like now that's where i'm at mm-hmm. but if i could go back and talk to younger huh mm-hmm. younger fatima mm-hmm. girl be selfish mm-hmm. make it about you mm-hmm. whatever you choose to do how you want to do it you do it my problem was i always put i always gave the men tendencies of a husband when I ain't had no business doing that shit and I didn't even get that shit reciprocated in return like I was sitting up here being a whole fucking wife without the title to thinking that's what I had to do right because ultimately and and this is my truth a lot of guys that I dealt with just didn't have they shit together and I'm just like what am I what am I doing wait why am I attracting the same type of guys and then I was like no sheen you gotta change some shit up, yeah. Because like you, what are you, what are you, what are you not asking for in in the universe? What are you not asking God for? What do you miss? What are you afraid of? Are you afraid to ask for that man that's gonna come through and be uh-huh. the man that you need him to be? Are you afraid of that? Like because why am I attracting the same type of men? And they all were broken. We're broken right. from some, and I'm just like, damn. I hear I go trying to clean up somebody else's mm-hmm. mess and all this shit like that, and I'm just like, I'm doing that, and I wasn't caring for myself. That's right. And a lot of that contributed to my breakdown. It's making sure everybody else was cool, making sure family members was cool, or listening to rumors of of how people think. Oh, she's this way. You don't know me if you think I'm a certain way. Exactly, and that's and that's another thing, like being caring too much about. The opinions of others. Today, for team, must care less. And I can't even lie. Even back then, I really never possessed me actually giving a fuck or caring <laughs> about what other people had to say. Mm-hmm. But it just was the it just was the idea of it's the audacity for me. 
the audacity people. the yes. audacity of people for me mm-hmm. they have so much to say mm-hmm. but yet you don't contribute to my situation mm-hmm. you're not helping me with my situation the help that you think you are giving me is not needed mm-hmm. because it is it, it, not where I need the actual help at people do things to actually just brag about it to say that they did something to mm-hmm. say that this person needed mm-hmm. them it's never genuine mm-hmm. except genuine love mm-hmm. from people and if they can't give you genuine love fuck them that is my favorite thing to say mm-hmm. is because people legit will give you what they want to mm-hmm. just so they can say that they were there or just so they can say I helped her I did this and I did that mm-hmm. you don't even have to ask most of the time people volunteer their own stuff and then they use it against you mm-hmm. absolutely freaking hate it mm-hmm. so younger Fatima it gets greater later. Mm-hmm. And my life is far from perfect right now. Mm-hmm. But I am in a position and I'm in a place in life that I never thought that I would be. I never thought that I would have my own home. Mm-hmm. I never thought that, you know, I would have children. Because when I was younger, I think like 16 and 17, I was told I wasn't going to ever be able to have kids. Mm-hmm. I never forget that. At that time, I didn't even care about it because I just never—I was never that kind of person to turn around like, "Girl, I'm having a baby, mm-hmm. and is my son name won't be." I was never one of them. Mm-hmm. Me and my girl, one of my close friends, laughed about it all the time. We just used to just do shit, but we never had real conversations about life. Mm-hmm. We were just living in the moment. We mm-hmm. just exist in that moment, that day. Mm-hmm. What we wearing? When we going down South Street, or what we that doing? That was the twist. That was it. <laughs> that was everybody. We ain't talk about college. You we ain't talk about nothing mm-hmm. sufficient that would have actually got us you know, in a great place. We actually are doing great in life right now, but we didn't talk about these things. So as a teenager and my younger self, I just pretty much existed for other people. Mm-hmm. I didn't exist for Fatima. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like anything that I was doing was just for me. Mm-hmm. I was doing everything because I felt like I needed to set, set good example. Mm-hmm. I was in a relationship because conveniency and because he was there, he understood my situation at the time at the time mm-hmm. this man is around who in my mind i felt like what man what not even man what guy because we're 20 19 it's going to come into my life and just accept the fact that i got four kids mm-hmm. you know what i mean that are mine like that i'm taking care of no i'm not watching some of my mom off of work no it's not a weekend thing no these are my kids our grandma is going these are my kids mm-hmm Younger me had to be an adult. Mm. So as younger me being an adult, and here's this man that's been around, who was, I don't got time to explain my situation to everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep starting from scratch. Well, here's my, I don't want to. I don't want to keep telling my story at, uh, as a teenager. Mm-hmm. So that young-minded female that I was, was broken inside because I felt like that was it. Mm. This is my story. Mm. I'm living for other people. I'm living somebody else's story. I didn't have my first child since I was 21 years old. By that time, I was already settled with kids. Mm-hmm. You know, then he, you're going to be my wife. Now I'm my wife. And I got a house and bills and responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I'm a baby. Mm-hmm. So, it was, so to, to where I am now, mm-hmm. I'm very strong-minded now. I don't allow anything to affect me or, or even break me to the point where I will ever go back to where I was mentally in the dark space because I felt like that was just going to be forever. It's a state, it, it hurts. 
when you look at it and you think, this is it? Mm-hmm. You have so much life. Mm-hmm. But at 20, you feel like, this is it. Mm-hmm. To be where I am right now, and to even be talking about this, it's like a breath of fresh air because I really did not think that I would come from this. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to grow from that mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this... This is one of the reasons why I wanted to become an author because I love the art of storytelling. I love the fact that you can take your trials, your tribulations, your pains, your triumphs, and you can create something in them. This is the why I love being a journaler because I can take my real-time feelings and express that shit because I stopped talking to people about what's going on. You know me and you vibe. Mm-hmm. But, like, I used to, you know help people, you know, my problems on, look, I'm going through this, this, that, and the influence is what I didn't like, and I said, you know what, stop telling everybody everything, take that shit to God, mm-hmm. first and foremost, and write that shit in your journal. Now, I feel the same way, but for me, it's the energy that's what I don't like. Yeah. It's the energy behind you really going through something, or like you just said, me and you, we vibe, it don't matter what time it is, what day it is, mm-hmm. me and you going to vibe every time we get together, mm-hmm. and we around each other, but... When you talking to certain people and you expressing, even if you going through something, most people just listen so they can gossip. Yeah. They listen to be newsy. They really don't care. Mm-hmm. They're not really interested in what you're saying. They're mm-hmm. not trying to give you a solution or help you with your problem mm-hmm. or trying to help you grow. Mm-hmm. Or at sidebar, I don't like the friends that can't keep it real with you. Mm-hmm. That's not a friend. Mm-hmm. If I tell you something, then you can be like, "Now that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Or that's not right. Mm-hmm. Or no team, I think you should do X, Y, Z. Because that wasn't, you know. If you can't check me as a friend, mm-hmm. if you can't check me and say, no, that you knew you was wrong. Mm-hmm. And if I can't do that for you, mm-hmm. then what are we really doing? Why mm-hmm. are we really in each other's lives? Mm-hmm. So the whole venting thing, me talking to certain people, and it's important that I grew and I understood that from from younger me because younger me just needed to vent. Mm-hmm. I needed an outlet. Mm-hmm. But then I grew up and I realized the people that I was venting to in the outlet weren't helping me. Mm-mm. You're talking about me. Mm-hmm. You're judging me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, whew, young Fatima, you turned out pretty damn good for what you've been through. Yes. You yes, understand? Yes, yes. Since you did that. Yes, yes. Even though, I mean, my younger self, I would tell myself differently. And I'm happy um, right now. Like, I can say I am happy. Right. Like, because I found myself. And even though I got a lot of work to do in some areas of my life where I still feel like, you know, is some bitter pieces there. I am happy. I have a nice routine. I have a nice quiet life. Um, and I'm just building right now. And I I ultimately want to connect with myself more. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to fall in love with me. And that's what I'm doing every day. Just giving myself the proper love that younger Sheena wasn't giving to herself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, being selfish about this shit. Like, yes, like, not everybody is deserving of my time. Like, if I'm supporting you and your energy not matching mine, now I'm now I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not being that friend. Because I was always there for every everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, always. And then when I turned and needed people, mm-hmm. I never got that in return. And I would feel so 
sad because I'm the type of person that well, feel like genuinely. I shouldn't ask. No, I feel like I shouldn't ask. Because it's genuine coming from you. Right. That's why. So when you do something genuinely and it's not reciprocated, you t- I take offense to that. Because right. it's like, well, dag, like... How is it that it wouldn't be hard for me to do this for you, but you equally say that you love me and care about me the same way I care about you? Right. But when it's me, the support is just not there. The love is just not there. The energy is just not there. Mm-hmm. You mediocre as hell mm-hmm. when it comes down to something that I'm saying, that I'm doing. It, it, it's like, how? That hurts me. Well, it used to hurt me. Now, mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, here's the category mm-hmm. you can place in. But then those same people will turn around and then make it seem like you're the problem. Mm-hmm. And I just choose not to deal with it. And if I do deal with you, I deal with you the same way that you deal with me. Mm-hmm. We're matching energy. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm not going to go above the energy to go out of my way to be malicious or smart or do any of those things. But at the same time, I'm going to stay right where we at with it. And that's mm-hmm. just what it's going to be. And I'm going to feel good about it. You want to know why? Because I know I've been nothing but genuine to you for me to get to this point. Mm-hmm. And if you see a problem with where we are, mm-hmm then maybe you should check this out. Maybe mm. you should look in the mirror and say, well, damn, what did I do? Or what haven't I been doing as a friend, mm. as a whoever in this person's life that they feel like they feel? Mm. Mm. Start listening to understand and stop listening to respond. That's what a lot of people need to start doing. Because we may have grew from the people that the younger people that we were. Oh, yeah. But as the adult, I know goddamn well I have good sense and I understand where relationships are needed and which ones are not. Mm-hmm. I understand where people are, that genuinely need to be in my life and the ones that don't. Mm-hmm. No animosity, no friction. Mm-hmm. It's just you know what natural. I what I ultimately do too. I always tell myself it's never too late, and this is what I want ultimately the community of women to understand. Like it's never too late to work on the younger you. That's right. It's never too late to go back and say, what did it what 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 happened. You know, like what happened? When when did I notice a change? And if you can't go back that far, you know, that's cool too. But to go back and just to have some self-reflection to say, what kind of love was I looking for? Well, why was I looking for love in the man when I should have been looking at love um, for self first? Or like, why didn't I, you know, go to school or finish school when, you know, I had the opportunity to? What was I doing? Was I not too busy? Like, right. what, you know, those are the questions that I kind of ask myself. And, and I don't be judgmental on it. I just say, you know, I'm at a better space now. Maturity came with that. And not only that, I just feel like I, I went back to the past to reinvent my future. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I like, I, and a lot of that, a lot of that had to do with me personally the relationships because I had a good life coming up like I you know you know my mom did the best that she could and we never wanted for nothing and you know we had the best of everything that we could possibly want because of the way she raised us and how she raised us um to be content to be grateful to express gratitude for everything that we have so I've I've always kept that at the forefront of my life but in a sense it was just like I was missing the love part. I was missing, I was missing that. Like, you know, mom was at work trying to hold it down for four kids, stuff like that. You know, sisters and brothers, 10 years, 11 years older than you. So they kind of like doing their own thing and you out here and you kind of like maneuvering through life and trying to figure shit out for Mm -hmm. yourself. Like, no, you know, and it was a different time back then where, 
you know, self-love wasn't, you know, the reflection as it is now, or self-care wasn't the reflection as it is now, and I had to ultimately, you know, teach myself that, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, because there's certain things that I wanted to learn, or like I said, when I was in those depression periods of my life when I was younger, not knowing that that was depression, I always wondered about shit like that, or wondered who would love me, so I start turning to guys and men, like, you know, all right, like, you love me oh let me fall into that trap and that's what I did I fell into the trap of somebody loved me or they so-called love me but at the same time like I never had the roadmap to what that love should look like and what that love should feel like right. it was just the ultimate thing of being with somebody and being in a relationship you know what I mean yeah. and to to up until this day like the boyfriends that I had, they always cheated on me. I was so hurt. I'm like, what? I was doing everything in my power to be the woman that you needed me to be, which I shouldn't have been. I should have been doing me anyway. But why was y'all hurting me like that? So it was just hurt on top of hurt. They was cheating on me. They was making babies. I was like, I ain't ready to have no kids. I'm out here traveling. I'm out here partying. I'm out here going to school trying to educate myself. So if the other women want to have your babies young, go ahead and do that. But it was still hurt. It was still, for me, it was like, how can a person person at a young age say, I love you, but hurt you at the same time? Right. So that was like, it was just built up. And like I said, I created a character and created a book of love and ultimately this character had to navigate through the different type of love and, and, and dealing with mental illness and different things like that and and sicknesses that she had to endure still looking for love mm-hmm. but what what was love love was within her but she never seemed to realize it you know what I'm saying so that was that was major um, for me I love my kids to death I wouldn't change it I, I would say that if I could have my way, my oldest son father, I would want it to be a better relationship because he ultimately doesn't understand the woman that I've grown into okay. being a single mother. Like, you have to respect that I have raised my child for 12 years by myself hmm. while you was in these predicaments that you got yourself into. And I still had to be strong. Mm-hmm. I still had to be the financial leader. I still had to be the nurturer. I still, I need, and I don't look for that now, but I was looking for the respect. Like, when are you going to respect right. and you the, looking the, for the role the, that, that I had? That I had to sit yeah. here and I did these things. I was looking for the thank you. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for raising my child while I'm out here being a fool or being young and making decisions. And now that you got into a position where you kind of like well off a little bit, you still forgot about us. Hmm. You still forget. I or you still that. don't have to thank you. Or you still up. like, I'm just like, so now I had to really teach myself and that's what I'm going through now is ultimately teaching myself to say, you can't worry about him. You got to do what you got to do and God will handle the rest. I can't, I can't go there no more. Okay. I can't, because I was stressing out like, why is you not taking care of my son? Why you don't come see my son? I don't know when the last time my child's father seen my son, mm-hmm. but now it's no more because that's on you. Yeah. And listen, that's how it is. One thing I realized is God always gives me a first row yeah. to the karma. Mm-hmm. Um, You know how people always say, I can't wait to make it to their karma, they karma. For me, people that cross me, do me wrong, or don't you, what, fall into that category, I always get to see 
stay, them to stay karma. It's not one person in my life that I've not seen them get their karma. God really will tap that ass for me. And my thing is, it's for them as well. Because, see, my thing is, is I learned that if I put out good, God, he got me. If I go into things with a genuine, genuine heart, he got me. Even from when I was younger. He got me. As long as mm-hmm. I know I'm intent my intentions are good. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to that father thing with the kids, mm-hmm. I speak nothing but highly about being married. Mm-hmm. But my ex-husband definitely went off and lived a whole nother life. They do, as they do. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Forgot. He forgot mm-hmm. that he had, you know, a kid. He scratched that. He has two children. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my thing is, is I was once that angry. How do you think you just get to maneuver through life and get up and do what you want to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I've been through. Mm-hmm. You know my situation. You know our situation. You know what we created. And here it is. You would do that to me. You would do that to me. And I've been with you since younger me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would do that to your kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it goes outside of just you. You know, so that would be another thing I would go back and tell younger Fatima, like, girl, don't worry about it. God gonna get them. Yes. And that one thing, I I, I mean, I know I hear people talk about karma all the time. I was never a karma girl. I was always the prayer girl. I was always, like, dropping to my knees, like, mm-hmm. God, this got, I, I need strength. Mm-hmm. I'm not worrying about him. I need strength to get through this. I have to take care of me. I have to take care of these kids. I don't care what happened to him, but I pray for the best because ultimately that's still a connection to me. Fuck these niggas. Yeah, get exactly. God, get you em. are like that. Get but I wasn't out. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, I wish you would get him, but I never had that in me. I never had the wishing you yeah. you gonna have your karma because you are. And that's your mm-hmm. whole situation in your life. But my whole thing was, look, I'ma pray for you, but I got to make moves. I got to do what I got to mm-hmm. do for my son anyway, for my kids, for me. But I ultimately wish that they would look into, they would take a mirror and put it in front of our face and look at that and see not the younger you, but the grown ass woman that's in right. you, you know that's I, holding shit down. I'll be wishing that it was, you know how I always wish that things was like a movie, how you can make somebody have to watch what you've been through, what they put you through, what they said, how things played out. So then you can be like, do you see this? This, this, the, read the room. Like, nigga, you, who I, it don't even gotta be the news. Like, do y'all see what you, like, hello? Like, hello? You know the biggest thing to me, and I have to get this out, younger me had the responsibility of raising her brothers and sisters. What bothered me the most is because now one adult around me wanted to step up to take that load from me. Mm. And when I say to take that load from me as a kid, even if I would have been like, no, we staying together. Not one adult Mm. was a child. I just feel like everybody was okay Mm. with a child raising children. children. Mm. And at that time in my life, that child, that kid, that me, that teenager was a little hurt by this. Because mm-hmm. this was like, that was all I had. So the person that left me, that really was all I had. Mm-hmm. That was the one person that really was just like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, when you sit back as an adult, you think like that, like, mm-hmm. 
my daughter's 17. I couldn't imagine her having to step in and taking her brother and this, all these adults. And I know that would not happen because right. I know my sisters, first and foremost, my sisters got this. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Not even that, but my mom is amazing as a grandma. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My aunt is amazing right now as an aunt. She, you know, so the people around me right now may not have been at their best when we were younger. And, of course, my sisters was little. So now I have that support because they're grown now. Mm-hmm. But being a child back then and there were actual adults mm-hmm. around me, younger me really was hurt. Mm-hmm. Younger me really was confused. I had to figure a lot of shit out on my own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was happy that the teacher that I had, my grandma, may God rest her soul, taught me how to survive. She taught me all these things. Because I don't know if younger me would have made it to adult Fatima. Mm. So, first and foremost, I, I love her for that alone. She taught me how to be strong. She taught me how to survive. And if it wasn't for her giving me them hard knocks, life lessons, then younger Fatima wouldn't have made it to older Fatima because younger Fatima would have been so broken that she wouldn't have been able to pick her own self up and make sure that she kept them kids together and did what she needed to do. Yes, we are amazing. No matter how vulnerable we we want to be, we still have to find the inner strength. And that's what I love about being a woman. That's what I love about being a black woman because even though you know we have these times where we want to be vulnerable, we can be vulnerable and let shit down, but ultimately we come back strong. Mm-hmm. We come back stronger, and I love that about us. I love that um, we can see the resiliency. We can be the resiliency, and we can look ahead to say it's going to be okay, and we ultimately create that map of the future for us to say, I'm not settling for this shit now. Now I'm creating this because now... I'm older, I'm wiser, mm-hmm. I understand my spirituality that has my back, I understand the people who are in my support system, I understand the team that I play for in life, so ultimately, it's, it's, it's just like the strength of a woman, like no matter what we endure, the pains that we have to endure um, as as younger women, to grow up and to, to say, we made it or we doing this or we changing or we making we we breaking change or changing biases on things like we got this shit that's right we got this shit and we always will so to the woman out there that's struggling right now keep your head up and it's okay to be vulnerable but know in your vulnerability you have strength and you have to take that and you have to walk in that and start creating your new map it's always a map out there that you can put out there from your inner self. Give yourself a map, draw yourself a map and just connect with yourself and and, and be the person that you want to be. You know, all first and foremost, just be so grateful that you made it. Right. That you made it. You know, or through the tears, through the heartbreak, through the cries, through whatever you may be going through, just know that you made it to see this day and be inspired by everything and be motivated by anything. Mm-hmm. To know that, you know, in the end, ultimately, what I do have as a woman, as a black woman, is my strength. So, y'all, this is deep tonight. We talking younger self-talk. And we're going to jump right into our affirmation. And our affirmation is simple. Today, I accept me as I am. Today, I accept me as I am. You don't have to be perfect. 
You can take your flaws and all and be grateful for the person that you are, the person that you are becoming. You can always create the person, the the woman within you, who you want to be, who you desire to be, and know that it's never too late. It's never too late to start over. I always say reset, recharge. If you got to reset and recharge, do that shit and make life matter to you. And we're going to jump right into our journal prompt. And it's just simple, y'all. Get Grab y'all journals and y'all pens and because it's going down. Write down a few things that you love about this time in your life. So write down a few things that you love about this time in your life. Seeing what you love about this time in your life right now. My independence. Mm. My independence. Okay. Being able to open up a door that's mine. Mm. It's mine. It's my independence. It's my freedom. It's my space. Mm. Okay. I think... I think what I love about this time is the reflection of self-care for myself. That I'm able to, after having a bad mental breakdown, is able to grow from that and to care for myself and to love like I've never loved me before. And I never had that. And to, to wake up and to look at myself every day. Even on the bad days when I don't want to look at myself and be proud of who I am and what I've accomplished because I've accomplished so much and sometimes I still be so judgmental on myself. But the fact that I could just, the time of my life right now is just ultimately giving myself the care that I need to go on and to be stronger and to create the future Uh that I designed to create for myself. So y'all... That was Younger Self Talk tonight. Join our self-care text club, y'all, where we give out affirmations, we give out healing tips, challenges, beautiful love notes. Y'all can text keyword healing her, which is one word, keyword healing her to 877-792-2294. 877-792-2294. That's for, for brand awareness. Y'all can follow our IG page at Healing Her Community and Journal Talk. So don't forget, ladies, be bold, be brave, be beautiful. Until next Saturday, blessings to y'all.